print. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long and Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at 744-2990. You can never know what it's like. Your blood like winter freezes just like ice And there's a cold and lonely light that shines from you You'll wind up like the wreck you hide behind Hour number three and the great Elton John here on a Wednesday. Hope you're well wherever you might be. Great to hear from Darius Nichols over in Japan. Highlanders again will be playing 12.30 a.m. our time on Friday morning. Text line's open for you, 744-2990. But now it's time to bring in the voice of Virginia Tech football. It's the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster, and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Uh, good morning, William. How are you, my good friend? Good morning. Good to be with you, man. How's everything? <laughs> hanging in there. I got this summertime cold I've been dealing with, but I'm hanging yeah, in there. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. That's okay. You yeah. get through that quick. Here. Yeah, exactly. Steam, man. Steam is the thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No matter what varieties. In the, in the cup or in the sink or in the shower, right? Yeah, Don't you just get, get in there. Bring, your, bring those wrinkled shirts in there, too. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's just a good call. <laughs> take care of it. 24 days to kick off, my friend. 24. I am so psyched. I know uh, tickets are going hot again. Good. Our, our Hokey fans are incredible. They are. And, and so is the Tech. You know, that external team, they've, they've gotten some really creative ideas for four-packs and, and – some of the games, those those packages are gone already, and you know we're still 24 days away from the ODU game. You know, a night game at Lane Stadium. I was on yesterday, Rick, down in Virginia Beach mm-hmm. on the radio station with our friend Scott Jackson. I think you know who's yeah back on down there. And, Absolutely, and really talented guy like, like you, and and they're very fired up. I mean, we talk an awful lot about should the Hokies play Old Dominion, but boy, they're buzzing down there. I bet, and I bet I, they I said, are. I told those Old Dominion fans, I said. A night game at Lane is, is really special. So it'll be – and we know that, right? And and uh, I'm glad we're going to start with one here in 24 days. Absolutely. Perfect place to start. And uh, you have been over at practice and Actually, watching. I haven't been there. I've haven't been, been there? I'm, I'm, no, I haven't had a chance. I did watch the media day uh, yesterday. 
Uh, and yesterday they, they, they hit a little bit. Uh, I thought it was interesting, this, the, the stuff that they said. You know, Coach Pry basically reiterated what he mentioned from Media Day in mm-hmm. Charlotte last week about we're at a 100 level, it's taking time, that there's more competition this year, mm-hmm. that type of thing, um, and, and that they're better. Uh, I, I thought one of the biggest takeaways – was from Coach Bowen, Tyler Bowen, the offensive coordinator, when he said, I thought last year maybe we put in too much too early. And when you have an offensive line that hasn't played a lot, we've talked about this, there's only three offensive linemen with, with significant experience. Right, so right. you got a lot of young players. You throw a lot of you throw a lot at young players, there's that little mistake and there's that pre-snap penalty. And, and they're going to try to keep it a little bit simple early. And I think one thing, the other thing that I thought was really of note that Tebow mentioned yesterday was, you know, so much of this offense is going to be the RPO. And so when fans, if fans complain about play calling, okay, the, the, the play isn't called till the ball is snapped. Right. 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 Yeah, it's true. The so, read. Right. Right. So it's very important where the quarterback's eyes are. The, the quarterback has some options of which play to run and which way to go with it. So that's modern football. And, and so that's why it's very important that during the camp, when they look at the quarterback, wh- where are his eyes? Is he, whether it's drones or whether it's wells, where is he looking? Is he looking at the right thing? Is he making the right read? Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like they definitely want to go with whoever wins that quarterback battle too, right? We've been kind of speculating whether they were really thinking about alternating the guys, but I don't think that's the plan. They want somebody to win this thing outright. Well, in a perfect world, you'd love that. But to this point, neither guy's been able to really pull ahead. And I think on defense, you know, and listening to Coach Marv yesterday, I think having, you know, Sean Quinn, Tech's linebacker coach in, in that room, he was a coordinator for 12 years. Yeah, right. There's some experience in that defensive room. You know, this will be Coach Marv's really only his second game calling the defensive plays. Um, but the overall takeaway from yesterday is, is, is that there are – there's more guys that can make plays at more positions than we had on this team last year. Certainly. But not enough. Right, right. So they've taken the next step with talent, but they're nowhere near the finished product with the talent they want, right? They had to no. build it up, right? Right. Yeah. All right, got to get your take on this with expansion. It's just been what an amazing week it was in all the wrong ways, in a lot of ways, for traditionalists like you and I, right? Uh, Pac-12, no more apparently, and the ACC may be inviting two in. What's going on with that? What do you think? Do you have expansion fatigue? <laughs> I do. I, I do. Every day we talk about it, I, I'm over it. I'm over it. Yes, yes. I think it's it's not fair to players that are working hard to have great seasons, and we're talking about expansion and not them and the teams. Correct. This is the time to be really excited. Right. And and But we all understand the importance of expansion. You know, Florida State, we should be talking about – Jordan Travis and the Knowles, and are they back on a top 10 team in their opener against LSU? Yeah, yeah. Not about a board of trustees YouTube hissy fit meeting. <laughs> right. You know, we should be talking about Caleb Williams is back at USC. He won the Heisman. He could win it again. They got one of their best teams ever at SC. They could – we're not talking – Pac-12, we're talking about it disintegrating. Right. They're playing football this year in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. with USC, with Oregon, with UCLA, right? Um so I think there's a little expansion fatigue, at least on my end, because I want to talk more about the games. You know, as for the ACC, you know, uh, I'm gonna inc- I'm gonna invoke the mamas and the papas here <laughs> about this whole California dreaming. Yeah, yeah. 
all the leaves are gone <laughs> and the sky is gray. Uh, I love it. That's perfect. Perfect. That the leaves are it. USC and UCLA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting. I mean, at least in terms of value, uh, you know, I'd be safe and warm if I was in L.A. You know, that's that's what the that's what Fox is saying now because they've got the Trojans and 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 and, and the Bruins. You know, the, the the value, the real value to, to to schools in that league are the two L.A. schools. And Stanford is the best athletics program in the country. They've won twenty six of twenty nine Learfield Cups. They put sixteen of their current student athletes on the U.S. Olympic team. They 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 win more championships than anybody else. They've got the whatever. $40 billion endowment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in so many ways, it's the elite athletics program. I, I, unless they come in at a, at a very discounted rate, you don't see any financial windfall. No. Right? That, but, yeah. you know, the, the, the commissioner has provided the 80s and the presidents a lot of data to look at, and they'll look at it. That's right, and they'll make the decision. It, but, yeah, that's got to be it. That's what it's going to come down to, isn't it? Can they provide an opportunity to increase the revenue? That's the whole point of it. Allegedly. <laughs> so, Well, regardless, I mean, they're great academic schools. Don't get me wrong. Oh, certainly. Cal, certainly. What, Cal's the number one public school in America? Correct? I think so, Stanford, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, they're basically Ivies in so many ways. Yeah, they, they are. They play at a, at a very high level athletically. Right, right. And Stanford's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love – I've been on their campus. It's awesome. It their, is beautiful. Their, their students yeah. are incredible. They would help. I mean, they, I mean, you talk about Olympic sports. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. But it's far, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> a long way. That's a lot of money. Woo. Well, we'll see. We should know. Did they, any kind of, you get a gut feel for a time frame? Or are they just no. going to take their time just to continue to? I have no idea. Yeah, man. okay. All right. All right. So something that we didn't talk about, I'm glad you brought up. Uh, Tez Walker and UNC, a uh, very disappointing outcome to his transfer. What do you think about this and what it means going forward from the NCAA? Well, first of all, for those that don't know, Tez Walker is from Charlotte. And I got to know him. Okay, so Tez played for Kent State and a guy named Sean Lewis. Uh, and, 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 you know, my other deal, deal with ESPN, I, I, I've done a couple of Kent State yeah, games yeah. in the last two years. I did the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And so you know how those bowls are. You go out there, you spend a couple days with the coordinators, and Sean Lewis is a brilliant head coach. He's, by the way, Sean left. He, Dion hired him. He's with Colorado. Good. He left Kent State as head coach to be the offensive coordinator at Colorado. That's a good get by Dion. yeah. Now they're paying him like 900 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But you, you know, it's just unusual, right? An acting Mac yeah. head coach leaves. But Dion, okay. So anyway, he's a really good guy. And, he, and, and we're, we're out there in Idaho. Got, dude, man, I got this Tez Walker. Charlotte, and he's really good. And he had a, they lost the game to Wyoming, but he had, I remember vividly, he had a 73 yard touchdown in that game, just a big play. And then last year, I always will remember this game because it was one of the coldest games I ever did. It was a Wednesday night Maction game, and it was Kent State against Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. And the wind chill was like nine degrees. So I'm never going to forget that game. <laughs> and, 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 and Tez was great. Okay. I mean, he had a huge game, and, you know, we highlighted him, and, uh, and I remember I did the game with Cole Kubelik, and I, I said, if this guy played in the ACC, he'd be a star. I, and he said, if he played in the SEC, he'd be a star. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that good. Okay, so he transferred to Carolina. Now he's going to be with Drake May. Now, I don't want to say that Walker would have been the best receiver in the ACC, but he would have put up ridiculous numbers. Absolutely. Okay, he would have been a, with May. He'd be a 8-10 to 10 catch a game guy. 
he'd be a hundred catch guy. Yeah. Yes. And 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 if last just just so you know, like last year against Georgia, he had seven catches and 106 yards. Right. So he he's legit. He just ended up at Canton. He had transferred twice. Anyway, the NCAA denied his ability to, uh, denied him his eligibility at Carolina yesterday. Yeah. And because he transferred twice, and he came back home, he claims to be closer to his mom, who's who's and actually he's, he's from Charlotte, so it's kind of a stretch there, right? It's a few hours away. It is, it is. But the rules. This is exactly what happened to the Hokies and Brock Hoffman. That's right. It, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. he had to sit. He had and, to sit. That's exactly and, and right. It, it, it just it feels hypocritical because schools are transferring, right? And and, and, it and does. all this stuff is happening. It right? does. Sean Lewis left. His head coach left. He gets to make big money at Colorado. Colorado leaves. They're going to the Big Twelve. Right. He can't, but he can't play in Chapel Hill. Um, from the NCAA standpoint, they're saying we're being consistent, just like Brock Hoffman couldn't play, Tez can't play, and because it's it's two transfers. And I will say this, you know, he did go to. He also visited Penn State before going to Carolina, and he visited Rutgers. So he's claiming he's closer to home in Chapel Hill. He's closer to Charlotte, but he did take other visits. Okay, so, but it, it it's it's just, mm, I don't. I don't like it for him because we need – look, you can hate Carolina if you're a Hokie fan, but this guy could have been great for our league. I want to see uh, Drake May and Jordan Travis at the Heisman. Yeah, have a great year. You're right. Yes. And and here's a guy that I think would have – you know, Hokies don't play Carolina this year. It would have been really interesting to watch those two guys. So his only option is the ball with each other. So he's just got to sit and just wait for the draft next year, basically, to stay in shape. I or mean, appeal. Yeah, or yeah, but you know the chances of that, right? Probably. Well, you know they didn't play though. He started at NC Central, but they didn't play. They because of COVID, they canceled yeah, the whole season. Right. So why are you penalizing? I know. I know. More hypocrisy, like you said, from the NCAA. Wow. But he's really good. Mm. It's you Bill. Said, well, he transferred from Kent State. Well, right. Yeah. No. No. no, no. no, no. The Max got so many good players. It really does. It really does. It's uh, Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll get the SMA update from Bill. Also, the Baker team game of the week and the NRV Heart Clinic top three. More coming up from your voice for Virginia Tech football. Bill Roth after this as we roll along on the Roth Report on a Wednesday. The Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors will assist you to get your property ready to sell. This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. With the lowest inventory of homes for sale in the past five years, sellers can still make mistakes when marketing their real estate. While you love your pets, many buyers do not. Always remove the pets, clean up after them, especially in your yard, before showing a prospective buyer. Check all light fixtures inside and out and replace missing or non-working bulbs with LED bulbs for better lighting. A deep clean before putting up your yard sign will make the best first impression. More tips to get you a larger bottom line when you sell. Louise, Marshall and Rhonda, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors will assist you to get your property ready to sell. 
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. From the classroom to the studio to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And we are back with you here on the Roth Report with Bill Roth and the SMA. Uh, classes are here coming up. My goodness, I know you're excited. 12 days away. So last year we had Doug Wright, a friend of mine who now is a sportsbook manager for MGM Bet, and we brought him into class to basically walk kids through how sports betting works and why it's going to be big in media and why you have to understand it. It's more than point spreads, how the security of it works, how Vegas keeps an eye on prone college teams, how the finances, the economics of it work from the other way. It's it's very profitable for, for, for casinos, right, as we know. Yes. So yesterday ESPN announced, by the way, this is another, we could spend the whole semester <laughs> yeah, talking absolutely. about Dave Portnoy and Barstool and what, what happened yesterday. But for the fans, just so you know, ESPN is now going to have its own app and its own, I guess, brick-and-mortar stores in the 16 states where sports betting is illegal called ESPN Bet. So get ready. Yeah. ESPN Bet. Uh, the line's... For games, you'll be able to bet on games on the ESPN app, depending upon where you live. So in Virginia, you can. Some states, you cannot. But uh, that's going to go into effect this year with the NFL. So keep keep an eye on ESPN Bet. Uh, and, and we've we've worked with our with our our kids. Uh, and first of all, for the coaches, you can't bet on anything, right? We learned that last year. You, you, if you're an athlete at Virginia Tech, you can't bet on anything. And if you're an employee of the athletics department, you can't. But if you're in the media and you're covering the games and, and ESPN is our partner and those all those numbers are popping up, what's it mean, what, what are all these things, I, you have to understand what it is. So Doug did a great job of walking our students through that. And we're going to make that an annual part of our curriculum at Tech now in the SMA because you know, there, there's careers in that. The people who do sports research, the people who set betting lines, there, there, there's careers in that. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to be curious to see how this develops with ESPN and their journalistic stance as opposed to now their, their betting app. You know, it's going to be interesting. Already a lot of speculation. It's going to be interesting how they balance all that going forward. I'm telling well, the, 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 those people will be separate. I mean, they won't be. Yeah. They're going to have their own sports book, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm not real thrilled about talking about point spreads. Yeah, yeah on the air yeah it's gonna get a little get a little hairy for him i think down the road we'll see we'll see well we saw it with alabama baseball that's year. right the, the the but had that was actually the mgm sports book in cincinnati at the red state mm-hmm. the security is so great uh, and going back and reading about how they caught the the guy in the alabama baseball coach who was fired it, it, the security is there you it's hard to cheat them man they know they know as soon as someone, as soon as somebody puts down a huge bet on LSU to beat Alabama in baseball, in cash, that gets flagged. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where'd this come from? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Nobody bets on these games. What's going on? Or not, not to that degree. Not, that, not at that level. Right, yeah. right. All right, well, looking forward now. You've got your Baker team uh, game of the week. What are you looking I at? I do. So here's my Baker team game of the week. Okay. And this is going to – we're going off, off topic ordinarily here, right? We're going with an NFL preseason game. Oh, okay. Washington at Cleveland. All right. Why? Why Washington at Cleveland? Yeah. Because – the Washington team is having drama with Eric Bieniemy, who's being too hard on his players. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. He's yelling at his players, screaming at them. This is one of the best, right? He was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, remember? Yeah. How good were they? Didn't they win, like, the AFC West, like, five years in a row? Yeah, Didn't couple, they go to, like, three Super Bowls? A couple of those Lombardi trophies, too, now. Yeah. 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 And, 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 the, and the Washington team, in all three of its nicknames over the last few years, <laughs> right? they don't do anything, right? So... You know, he's being tough on them, accountability. If the meeting's at 7, you get there at 7. Actually, you probably get there at 6.45, right? Yeah. And, you know, and Coach Rivera had a really interesting quote yesterday. He says, you're getting a different kind of player coming out of college now. They've been coddled. They've been spoiled. They've been told how great they are. Yes. And they haven't been blankety-blanked. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. they'll transfer. Well, guess what? This is the NFL. Yeah. You know, if you don't do your job, you're out. Well, I've got a guaranteed contract. And Eric doesn't care about that. No, no. I like it. your blankety blank in the blankety blank. Yeah. Right. So they went to the coach and they're like, <laughs> he's not treating us right. And, you know, basically they said, you know, get tougher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? You're not in college anymore, guys. Because here's the thing coaches that are tough on athletes care about you, they do. That's exactly right. They're That's not exactly being mean. right. No, no. They 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 care about you. They care about your development. They they see that your gas pedal. You're only pushing it to twenty, and you can go a hundred. They push you, and now clearly some kids are motivated differently than others. Kids are getting to the NFL earlier, and kids haven't heard that right. If you're a great high school receiver and a great college receiver, how many times have you been kicked out of a meeting? What's happening now with Washington, right? I agree with it. I like it. You're not paying attention. Get your blanket. Get out of here. Yeah. Go. Go home. I like it. I'm out. Get out. Out. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. I don't care how much money you have. Yeah. Yeah. That money doesn't matter. You're not listening to the rules. You're not going to make the team. Time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. I am ready for the countdown. I always am. What do you got for the NRV Heart Clinic top three? The toughest three coaches we've ever had at Tech. Oh, perfect. Perfect timing. Okay. That's my segue. I love it. Look at you. (laughs) Tough coaches care about you. Tough coaches aren't mean people. Tough coaches aren't bad people. Correct. They care about you. In every way. Yes. Yes. I'm going to like this now. Your top three toughest. My three toughest coaches that that I've been around. Number three, offensive line coach from back in the day, J.B. Grimes. J.B. Grimes. What a name. Yes. J.B., one of his big things was, I want my guys to be tough like train smoke. Don't you love train smoke? <laughs> that train comes by, you just take a big inhale. <clears throat> uh, love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and his guys played so hard for him. Yes, they did. But you had to bring it. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, Bud Foster. Absolutely. I remember several occasions with Bud breaking a whiteboard right on the bench. <laughs> They're in this formation. 
this is where you line up. We've only been practicing this since July, right? <laughs> right. And <laughs> now we're in October and you're still lining up wrong. <laughs> and it worked, right? Uh, Everybody loved and they yeah. loved JB. Oh. And they loved Bob. Oh, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my number one, Phil Elmation. Oh. Great choice. Yes. Phil Elmation, who coached at uh, Tech on two different stints, one under Coach Dooley, one under Coach Beamer. He's also coached at, <laughs> I think it was like 11 other schools. Amazing coordinator. Oh, incredible. Uh, fiery. Tough. Um, I know we're running out of time. i got two Elmo stories that I want to share. Okay. I'm in the hall outside the defensive room, and I hear him screaming, screaming behind a closed door. If you ever do that again. I will blankety blank 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 you blankety blank <laughs> and I hear he's pounding his fist. That was blankety blank bump 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 screaming, right? Like top of his lungs. The door opens and who was in there? Who was he yelling at? Scott Blanchard, the Roanoke Times beat writer for the Hokies. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was a different era. Different era, absolutely. <laughs> it was a writer. Uh, um, and then my other favorite one with Elmo, um, <laughs> Stacy Henley tells the story, and it's a great one. Hokies are practicing. They have the offense on one field. They have the defense on the other field. Stacy played. He was a defensive back, and he's over there, and he's standing next to Ricky Bustle on offense. He just is standing there, and 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 Ricky goes. Henley, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? This is the offense. Defense over there. He goes, Coach Elmation said I'm a terrible athlete and I should come over and practice with the other terrible athletes here on offense. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Love it. Love it. Love both. That's great. It's so him. So him. Love it. I loved uh, Elmo. He was good. Uh, he coach. was. He was. So all those guys, Bud, JB, and there's there's others too. But just remember when you when you hear what's going on with the Washington Commanders, like coaches that are tough, right? Yes. Yes. They care. And I'm talking about going overboard. You know, no. 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 Indiana, no. At all. Yeah. With this Absolutely. I'll talk about that. I'm talking about guys that really push their players. They mm-hmm. do it because they care. They about care about it. you. It's like a tough That's teacher, it. a tough dad. Right? Yeah. Tough coaches are not bad. No. And and. Uh, you have to always keep that in mind if, if your position coach or your head coach is like that, regardless of sport. And all three of those guys are great. So there you go. All right, great stuff, man. We will holler at you next week. See you next week. All right, stay safe. There you go. That's Bill Roth, the voice of Virginia Tech football and the Roth Report. We'll step out. We'll come back from one Hall of Famer to the next. David Teal joins us to wrap up the program. The Louise Baker team with Long & Foster Realtors will assist you to get your property ready to sell. This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. With the lowest inventory of homes for sale in the past five years, sellers can still make mistakes when marketing their real estate. Always listen to your agent about a marketing price. Overpricing your property can lead to longer days on the market, lower offers, and getting less money for your bottom line. Decluttering your personal items can also be stressful. Less is better when you are staging homes for photos. Remove all items on the refrigerator, the kitchen counters, and always organize your closets. Just a few tips to get you more money when you sell. Louise Marshall and Rhonda, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors, will assist you to get your property ready to sell.